You're listening to episode 226 of the FitzPro podcast, and today's topic is one of my favorite topics to talk about. It's something that I wanted to do a better job in 2023 of implementing, but something that I am definitely going to do a better job of implementing in 2024. I did better in 2023 than 2022, but the topic is social proof and testimonies using feedback to boost credibility and sales. I have looked at people on Instagram who, Instagram sales pages, this is not specific to Instagram, just consuming content from people who have the testimonies to back whatever method they are talking about, whatever service they're talking about, whatever product they're talking about. And it's just so freaking powerful when it comes to their marketing and their sales. And I want to be better at it because I have a grip. I have a grip of testimonies. We are receiving them all the time from all of our offers across fitness and business. And they're very well used on my sales pages, but in my content, I could use them more just in my free content to boost credibility. So that is the focus. That is what I hope you get out of today's episode. So if you are in the online space of health and fitness, this episode is going to be for you. Without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. No matter what profession you have or you want to have in the online space of health and fitness, which is a huge, 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 huge span, or I believe that it is, make sure you check out my free on-demand workshop, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. There is a link in the show notes as always, but you can go to anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register to access that. If you have accessed it before, you need to use a different email. Otherwise, your 24-hour bonuses have timed out and I want you to get those. So use a different email or go ahead and email us at support at anniemiller.co and we can get you taken care of. Now, you know the kind of testimony you read, either as a consumer or as the recipient, that just makes you go, yes, that is exactly what I wanted to hear. Whether you are deciding to purchase something or whether you are receiving that and you have provided some kind of service or product and somebody gives you that testimony that you're like, yes, that's the one that is what I am putting on my freaking sales page. That's what's going on the banner. That's what's going on the front door, whatever. I say front door. I only work with online businesses. So the door is going to be something virtual. So this can be the norm for your business if you help your clients out. I released a YouTube video. Did I already release it or have we filmed it? I don't even know you guys. Maybe it's out there already. If it's not, it's coming. There is a going to be a YouTube video or there already is a YouTube video on getting high quality testimonies, high value testimonies from your clients because all of you can get these, but it takes you shaping questions and their ability to give you feedback in a specific way. So yes, the way in which 
you ask for testimonies absolutely shapes the type of testimony that you're going to receive. We want testimonies that do a few things. If you're not taking notes, take mental notes, get your notes app out, get a pen and paper out. I don't care. These four things need to be in a testimony. These are what what we can get from them. They should meet the prospect where they are via the completed client, taking them back to the beginning. A prospect is someone who hasn't signed up with you yet. So when someone reads a testimony or watches a video or whatever, when they consume a testimony from you, it should meet them where they're at. Like I said, via the current paying client or past paying client, taking them back to the beginning of where they were when they started working with you. It should also demonstrate clearly the aha, the takeaway, the win, the result, whatever you want to call it. I am very careful in using the word promise here due to us not legally being able to promise an outcome. Okay. You, you've seen the results may vary. That's a legal thing. And you need to be very careful with what you're quote unquote promising people. The other thing is they need to be generally concise, which I know can be a very difficult thing. We will talk about that as well. You are also free to cut testimonies um, and use like a dot, dot, dot to uh, indicate that there were more words there that you've taken out. Uh, And then the last thing is they need to be authentic. So don't be confused by me saying we need to lead our clients to give us better testimonies in that they aren't going to be authentic. That is not the point. We want the most authentic answer worded in the best way possible for marketing when we are talking from a business standpoint. We, you and I, the business owner, the coach, the professional, have to ask the right questions to get all four of these things. Now, I am the queen. Put my crown on. Give me the tiara. Where is my robe? of receiving long-winded testimonies, which are great for me. I'm a long-winded bitch myself, but it's not great for someone reading my sales page and wanting to get the bullet point takeaways from my services. Now with that, I find it interesting that a lot of coaches that I work with and speak to find it awkward or strange to ask for feedback and testimonies from their clients or like they only use screenshots as testimonies and they never get a formal testimony. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're leaving all of the gains on the table, all of the business gains, all of the possible profit. We're leaving it on the table. Now, screenshots are the bomb. Don't get me wrong. And we will talk about those. And I talk about those in the YouTube video as well, especially in the health and fitness space. But there is so much more praise left on the table and possibly great marketing material if you aren't currently asking for a formal testimony. So today we're going to go over different types of testimonies that you might receive in the space of online health and fitness, how to use them, but more importantly, how to help clients give you the highest quality testimony that you are looking for from a marketing standpoint. Like I said, those hell yes testimonies that you get them and you're like, "Mm, yes, that is going on the post, that's going in my story, that's going in the email marketing, that is going on the sales page, that is going everywhere. We want the majority of our testimonies to have that feel. Really quick, the power of social proof is that it's low pressure marketing. Social proof is a testimony of any kind. It's other people, it's social people, other people that have invested in a product saying, 
this does what it says it's going to, or this was my, you know, no strings attached review. It gives confidence to you, hopefully from a selling and marketing standpoint. And it also gives confidence to the prospect reading the testimony or the review in order to spend their money on X thing. When you have testimonies from clients backing up your coaching approach, that gives you confidence, like I said, in marketing your services. And it can also provide that confidence to prospects to invest their money with you specifically. Think of yourself before you purchase that sweater from Aerie or those shoes from wherever the heck you buy shoes from or that Amazon purchase. You read the reviews. People do the same thing or they want to do the same thing if you give them the opportunity for your services. There's the difference between your motive. Your motive is to sell them something. Your motive is to get them to give you money versus the motive of a client is not the same. And the prospect knows that. That's why social proof is so powerful. Unless a current or past client is an affiliate of some kind and is getting a kickback, most social proof is not from someone who is trying to sell you something. That's what I say when it's no strings attached to marketing. It's from someone sharing their genuine experience and likely some kind of transformation that they had in working with you or praise that they have to give. It's going to be positive. And that is why social proof is so vital for a brand because it can do a fair amount of the selling for you or at least affirm the rest of your marketing. This is why people do beta testing. Like people will literally not launch something. They will do beta testing for free or at a lower cost in order to just get social proof from people to say that this approach, method, product, service works so that they have that for their marketing. Other people have trusted your process and had success with it. And now potential prospects know that not because you told them, but because your clients did. So you gain credibility through social proof. You have backing now. People have said, whatever you do works, and they're using their own words to do that. Can you tell I'm a fan of social proof and I think that you need it? So let's look at different types of social proof that you might receive as an online health and fitness professional. There are three general types in my opinion. There's screenshots, there's written formal testimonies uh, or video formal testimonies, and then photo and video of like actual physical prop progress of some kind. And again, these are specific to health and fitness. So especially in the digital era, this can come in the medium of screenshots from a training app like True Coach, Trainerize, Fit Coach Pro, you enter it, whatever, um, and successes that the client has had, or from a communication app like Voxer or Slack, or it could also be one of the other training apps, but communication of some kind that they are making progress I do need to make a little note. You need to get legal approval. So a form asking, making it anonymous, put it in your terms when they join. It can be built into your terms that they agree when signing a contract and joining your program that you are able to use any, you know, you would need to enter like written testimony, photo, whatever. I'm not a lawyer. You need to make sure that you get that from a lawyer. I recommend Sam Vander Whelan and her ultimate bundle. It is what I personally have and I have used since 2020. It's what I tell my Fitzbros to use. So check out Sam Vander Whelan if you don't know who she is. She educates on how to do this, but also she has a la carte forms and 
contracts that you can purchase as well. There are actual specific client testimony release contracts and forms that can be implemented into your business. So whatever makes sense, use that for your business. Back to screenshots. Just because something is a screenshot does not mean that it is a low quality testimony. I think that the superpower of screenshots is... Are you listening? If you if you tuned out, tune back in. The superpower of screenshots is that they're organic, in real time, documentation of the client process. That is what I love about screenshots. It is a literal snapshot in time of a client having a win through your process. If you can get an organic screenshot of someone sharing their success in their own words and context, that is money in the world of testimonies. It does not get more authentic than that. You can also, this is a little tidbit, you can a little tip, you can add context to the screenshot. I do this with almost all of the screenshots that we use on our sales pages. It's not putting words into the client's mouth, I wanna be really careful here, but to add clarity or alignment with your brand messaging, you're essentially drawing out the main punchline or point or theme of the testimony in the screenshot. I really like this approach for sales pages or sharing on social media because it allows a prospect to see the verbiage that one of your clients would use and then, which maybe the client or maybe the verbiage that that prospect would use, and then you draw that parallel to your method or your messaging. So they're getting both. They're getting the punchline from you. You've pulled out that theme of what the value of that screenshot is, but they can still read the screenshot in the verbiage that the actual client would use. So we love a screenshot. Clean them up. Uh, make sure if you're using them in email sales page, Instagram, you are whiting out or blacking out or cropping or whatever so that it is just the screenshot. You can underline things to draw attention to certain areas. Again, you can pull out a punchline and add text, not adding not adding words to your client's mouth, but just making a bold statement of some kind. The next thing is photo or video. So these are think like transformations. This is a visual of the starting point and the, I will say asterisk ending point because it's likely not an end point. Remember what I said, we want from a high value social proof is the beginning and the end. Photo and video can absolutely do that. I used to actually be against this form of testimonies, like a before and after photo or progress photos, but I have shifted to being very for it if context is provided. Then I think these become very, very high value pieces of social proof. If you are showing the current progress and the sharing the client season, the goal, the approach, the timeline, the next steps that they're going to take from here, et cetera, et cetera. You're providing the context and not just saying, work with me and get smaller. That's what I'm not for. But if you're saying, hey, if you want to get smaller, if you want to lose fat, look at this before and after, and maybe this person hasn't lost any weight, right? Maybe they are eating more now because they started tracking or whatever. These are just random examples. But providing some kind of context, I think is really important and that actually connects to the possible client even more. The next type of testimony is that written testimony. 
It can also be a, a video as well, but it's a longer form type of testimony, a form that someone is going to actually fill out. So how do you get those raving testimonies, those hell yes testimonies that you want? This would happen likely in an offboarding process. And again, it's going to be a formal ask or a form of some kind. And this is what I would suggest to you if you are a coach or a practitioner in the online health and fitness space, ask better questions, get better answers. First, you need to think about what your marketing messaging is. What is your main takeaway? What is your aha? And what are the tangible, the measurable, or the emotional results that people can expect in working with you. It's not the same for all businesses. Some people don't have a measurable result that people are getting. It's an emotional result. Some people have a very tangible result. So you need to um, address what that is and make it clear. Just think about that. Different questions are going to lead someone to answer based on these different types of results that you could have. So we want to reverse engineer. Remember the beginning. We need to take this prospect back to the beginning so they can see themselves in this process. Think of the prospect that you work with, where they are now. The person reading these testimonies is likely going to be someone debating working with you. That's kind of the contemplation state that they are in. They're at the beginning of their client journey. A lot of testimonies focus on the end result and selling that end result, which is great. We need that too. But many people in the beginning of their client journey can't even comprehend the end result for themselves yet. We have to help paint that journey for them. So if we can take our paying clients people who have already been through our process, back to where they started with us, and then again, paint that whole transformation that they've had, that is ideal. That's that hell yes testimony that we want. And that is a testimony that is going to be a lot more valuable to a prospect who is reading the testimony. How you do that is simply by asking a question along the lines of, what would you be doing if you had never joined X program? Or you can ask them, you know, when you had signed up, what were you doing? Where were you at when you signed up? It takes the client and the reader back to the beginning. Point A before reaching that point B, it's still going to be their authentic answer, but it is framed from a way that you can best use in marketing. It should be a win-win-win for all parties involved. So you, the client, and the prospect should all enjoy this kind of reflective process and it should make for a really good testimony. Because then it, it gets them to answer like, before working with so-and-so, I was X. Now we want to focus on the result. You need to know your result. I already said that. Regardless of if it's tangible, emotional, or more subjective, we want to specify that across the board. If you have a more tangible takeaway, you want to ask what their biggest tangible measurable takeaway was. Give examples when you ask this. So that could be, you know, did you hit a PR without pain? Did you drop a certain amount of body fat? Did you hit a certain time or duration? Some kind of performance goal with running, whatever. This is going to apply to you and your business, but give them an example to help lead them. If you have more of an emotional takeaway or a journey, a subjective journey, how they perceive their results, you want to ask their feeling or their experiencing, what they're experiencing now versus what they were experiencing when they started. Where have they gained freedom, joy, neutrality, whatever it is that you sell? The goal with both of these is to help paint a picture for the prospect that will be viewing this testimony. 
It's knowing your audience that is going to be reading these. Hearing other people's journeys, be it measurable or subjective, can help a prospect put themselves in the person's shoes, but we've got to take them back to the beginning. That's what social proof does. And that's why I want it for you and your business. It says, I did it and you can do it too in the simplest sense. Or this worked for me and this can work for you as well if it's from an ideal client and if the right prospect is reading that social proof. If you tend to get no testimonies at all or very long-winded and wordy testimonies, which like I said, I received myself, I encourage you to ask these specific questions. Whether that goes out in an email or you create some kind of Google sheet or type form, that is up to you. Remember that you can cut down testimonies. You can use just pieces of testimonies as well, but you need to get approval from the person in some way, shape, or form. Um, don't be coy about asking for testimonies. Get some high quality raving testimonies and make the most out of them within your marketing. If you enjoyed this episode, if you found it helpful, it was a longer one. Um, thank you for sticking around. Give the show five stars, leave a written review wherever you listen. Helps me out, helps me get in front of people that would not otherwise find my show. That is all I have for you today. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you for tuning into the Fitz Pro Podcast. Mm-hmm.